0: if you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, John. I'm here with John McMullen.
2: Hello, Todd. How are you? It's good. I'm
1: just fine, thanks. I hear it's a bit smoky out there these days. It
2: is a bit smoky out here in the desert right now, yes.
1: Yes, and I even heard during the, uh, the news at the top of the break uh, how to make your own uh, filter so that you were not breathing the particulates.
2: Yeah, maybe you could just wrap yeah. a car filter around your face.
1: Well, actually, uh, both the Model S and Model X of Tesla has what they call biofilters uh, inside the cars, and you can just sleep in the cars.
2: Well, I have to admit, I'm not going to be buying a Tesla anytime soon because I'm not very <laughs> okay. happy with their owner this week.
1: Oh, dear. What did he do? Was this the, well, it's, uh, it's, he's the, done the,
2: quite a bit, but uh, he's uh, he's just a little too sassy for his billionaire britches, I think.
1: Uh, another tweet? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I'm just or so or just tired of hearing in. from
2: him like he thinks he owns the world.
1: Ah, uh, well, Elon is Elon. I guess you have to sort of take him... Uh as he is he'd be fine with putting ones.
2: him i'd be fine with putting him on one of his rocket ships and sending him to the moon but uh that's just Well, me. He,
1: wants to, he wants just to go to Mars although it looked like Mars a couple of days ago uh, in the, with, San with Francisco and, you know. in
2: San Francisco it really looked like Mars you're not it kidding
1: did. yeah i saw i saw all the pictures and and we uh, you know we had the red moon and the red sun here too um you know and all, it just was really spooky at the uh, days and we're not even close to the fires here in Los Angeles and you know you've got the fire on the other side of the hill in Palm Springs uh, I guess it's what, it's in Yaquipa or that area? Yeah
2: it, and it's not as bad as it has been here but there it's, it's like there's a, a low layer of light clouds today and that is all smoke but um, hopefully we'll get more winds through here soon. We've had brighter bluer skies uh, earlier on this past week but um, mm-hmm. it's just you know, and, it, and it's sad because it was all about an event that started a week ago this morning, when mm-hmm. uh, uh, somebody decided that they had to have this gender reveal party with uh, a friend of the family's and their two young kids. And mm-hmm. I don't know who blows off fireworks in the middle of a four-foot tall uh, dry hay-type field,
1: but in the uh, Angeles Crest. Uh, yeah, I mean, forest? It's yeah, not it's exactly idea, the brightest you
2: move, you, th- you know. <laughs> just it's It's unbelievable yeah well i'll let you get to the uh, car news of the week
1: okay well have you heard of this company called nicola motors because it's been making a lot of news this week and i just thought i wondered if you'd heard of it or if this is just in the car world Nikola Motors is a uh, new startup company, and its its big claim to fame is that they're going to make these. Uh, first of all, they've got a pickup truck called the Badger that they've been touting out there. They've uh, it's supposedly an electric and hydrogen fuel cell together, so that you can run it off of hydrogen and or uh, you know battery electric. Uh, they've been taking deposits of five thousand dollars on it, and uh, but we've never seen it. And we still actually haven't seen it. And and from all the renderings, it looks like it was going to be built by uh, by Fiat Chrysler. It was going to be like a Ram pickup truck that was going to be modified. But we learned this week instead that it's going to be made by General Motors. There was all these big announcements about it. Um, and it, w- what's interesting is what, 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 what Nikola isn't doing. Basically, they're going to have GM do the engineering they're going to buy General Motors Altium batteries, which is their new um, – General Motors has this new brand of batteries that they're going to be putting in their EVs called Altium. So, Nikola is going to be using the batteries from General Motors, and they're going to be using General Motors hydrotech fuel cell technology in their cars. Uh, Now, not just the Badger pickup. They were supposed to be making these gigantic uh, 18-wheelers, you know, big ones uh, for for long-haul trucking as well. And, uh, you know, they've shown some mock, you know, they've shown some, you know, pre-production units of this truck and they've gotten a lot of publicity on it. And they even went public a couple of months ago. uh, And, uh, you know, they have a gigantic stock market valuation of $12 billion and they have absolutely no products and no sales. So... I thought that was interesting, but what was, you know, if you if you go to General Motors and say, okay, General Motors, you're going to engineer, validate, homologate the vehicle, and you're going to provide the batteries, uh, the software for the batteries to operate the inverters, uh, the motors that are coming from General Motors, and the fuel cell technology. What is Nikola doing? This is a company that's talked about how great their fuel cell technology is, how great their batteries are, better than anybody, better energy density, lower cost, all these kinds of things. But when it comes down to it, their Badger pickup truck is basically going to be done by General Motors for them. I guess they're going to be doing their own infotainment system and some of the uh, interiors will be designed by them. But... Basically, what they did is they gave uh, General Motors a four billion dollar stake in the company, which is equal to about eleven percent. Uh, and General Motors basically gave them nothing except their expertise and then the promise that you know they'll do this work for them. So this was a big this was a big announcement. So it's like okay, now we know what Nikola Motors is going to do. But what happened to all of that great tech that they told all the investors that they had? What about the tech that they showed us when they showed this eighteen wheeler truck? Well. Two days later, this uh, and I—you have to love the name of this company. It's called Hindenburg Research. <laughs> okay, came out with a with a with a big nasty report on Nikola, saying that everything about Nikola is deceptions and lying. And the report uh, said that uh, first of all, we have to know that uh, Hindenburg is also short in Nikola's stock. But the uh, what the allegations are is is. Uh, are, are quite damning. First of all, it says that the there was a video of this truck driving down a highway, showing that you know showing off that it's actually you know a working prototype. Uh, they say it wasn't. They say they that, that the truck was towed to the top of a uh, of a of a slope. It doesn't look at slope, but it's the way it's shot. And then it was pushed down the hill, and that was not actually working. And when they did their big presentation on a stage to. Um, to investors, that it was secretly plugged into a, a, you know, a power source and that it was not powered by its own batteries or its own uh, fuel cell. (laughs) So, Nikola's stock took 14% hit and then Nikola's screaming about, well, we're going to sue, we're going to put out all these, you know, denials and, you know, lies and this kind of thing. Yet, we haven't heard any of the details from Nikola as to how this was wrong. So, this was a lot of drama in one week for a company that has exactly no revenues. Apparently, they don't have any tech that's going into their new pickup truck uh, that they've been taking $5,000 deposits for. They, they won't even tell us how many deposits they have for the truck. I mean, just for example, uh, Rivian, which is – I think you've seen pictures of the Rivian, the R1T. Yeah, Rivian we is we actually we talked um, about that a couple it, of months ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, Rivian is in pre-production right now. They're actually, their their factory in uh, Normal, Illinois, is up and running. And they're actually, you know, making prototypes. So, I mean, you know, it, so it's actually, you know, they're, they're in production. Uh, and they'll be for sale next year, early next year. Uh, so, they're actually working. And they were taking, that Rivian was taking $1,000 deposits for the R1T. And it was estimated that they had about 10000 uh, orders for it, you know, right now. Uh, as And uh, we know that Tesla is taking uh, uh, orders for the Cybertruck and the Cybertruck was only $100 down, but uh, supposedly tex- Tesla has uh, 600,000 orders for it. So there's a big jump in, diff- you know, there's a big difference in what people are expecting or what people are are putting their money on. But Nikola seems to have taken a big hit this week, and I'd be curious to see how this uh, startup company that was telling us how good their tech is, but they're buying it all from General Motors, uh, how they're going to refute everything and how they're going to prove that this uh, report is wrong. And then there's, of course, going to be lawsuits and you know threats and all these kinds of things. But it will be interesting to see where it goes from there. There's another EV related startup that uh, came out this, this year, this, this week is something called quantum space. Uh, Volkswagen was an investor in it, but what they are, in, what are they, they've been developing for a decade already, a solid state battery, basically a battery that has no liquid inside of it. Uh, solid state batteries are like the Holy grail right now of battery technology. And uh, if but we don't actually know if QuantumScape has a scalable product right now, but they went public by what they call these special purpose acquisition companies, which is an already publicly traded company, which, is, which has nothing in it but cash. So it goes public. There's nothing to really report because there's no operations in it. And then what, what these companies do like, quant, like QuantumScape is they, they then merge themselves into this new company and then they instantly are a publicly traded company. So, they went public this week with their, uh, and they, they supposedly have this technology with developing a lithium metal battery with a ceramic electrode, I um, mean, a ceramic electrolyte that is non flammable, making it safe and uh, much safer than a conventional electrolyte liquid. Um, it claims that it's a lithium metal anode will allow for an 80% charge in less than 15 minutes by eliminating a lithium diffusion bottleneck that occurs in conventional anodes, as well as uh, increased energy density uh, compared to lithium ion batteries. Uh, Other startups that have gone public like this recently are Nicola Motors, Fisker Automotive, and Canoo, C-A-N-O-O, the one that has a sort of like the bread bread loaf shaped van uh, that's gonna be running around autonomously in Los Angeles. Uh, We'll see if it happens. But this was a, you know, one of the big uh, announcements this week is that they're going public, not that they actually have a, a marketable battery yet, but it, they are public. And v- Volkswagen was an investor in it. Uh, then the, the guy in charge of labor at Volkswagen says that it's poised to overtake Tesla in the EV production uh, and in tech. No, I'm not sure I believe that. It's very possible that in a couple of years when Volkswagen is in full EV production, it will produce more units than Tesla. But on the tech front, not so much. Tesla has what is most people considered an insurmountable lead right now. And it's only growing exponentially every month. Uh, at the same time, uh, Elon Musk was in Berlin. I mean, you may have seen that. That was a, a big, uh, big thing that happened this week to check out the new factory that, uh, that Tesla is building out there at neck brake speed i mean they plan on having cars in production by the middle of next year uh he was invited uh to drive the volkswagen's new id3 which is a four-door hatchback for europe uh, and he also got a sneak peek at the id4 which is the crossover version of that car which is being uh built in pre-production right now in chattanooga tennessee for the u.s market um Musk met with the uh, with uh, VW CEO Herbert Diess, to talk about EVs and the future of mobility. And at the same time, a German magazine came out with a review of the i d three, which is the hatchback for german for germany and and in Europe. And they panned its. they thought it's fit and finish was bad, which is you know not good for Volkswagen. They're usually very good on those things. And they thought that the uh, infotainment screen was not yet finished. So that's odd for a car that's going on sale now. When we come back, some more automotive news. And we've got a lot of big uh, introductions that are coming up very soon in the in the automotive marketplace. This is Todd Bianco. I'm here with John McMullen. This is All Riffed Up on iHub Radio And we'll be right back.
3: CEO Jones Agency. At Jones Agency, we are virtually unstoppable. 24-7, 365. As the leading creative shop in the Inland Empire, it's our role to continue providing the best thinking and strategic leadership, especially during these challenging times. As we all learn to create and adapt to our new normal, at Jones, we're one step ahead, providing fully integrated marketing services to you the moment you need them at a cost you can afford. And that's our promise. We are here to help your businesses weather the storm, refocus your dreams, and maybe even eliminate some of the barriers. Call us today for a free assessment. 760-325-1437, extension 206. 760-325-1437, extension 206. Hashtag stronger together.
0: From Detroit and beyond, Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio.
1: welcome back i'm here with john mcmullen hello john hey todd i understand we're streaming on live on facebook now
2: uh you know what that's true and so there's live video for our hosts who are here in the studio where they can be seen um on screen as the show's happening because you're at a remote location we don't have it set yet to show live video of you but we're working on finding the solution. To that, so that you can do it wherever you're at, and uh, and we'll get there. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, folks can see your handsome mug with the uh, all revved up logo <laughs> while you're talking on the screen.
1: Uh, re- remind me to send you a touched up photo. I look better and, you know, with different lights. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some new cars that are coming out uh, soon okay. that are uh, important to the marketplace. So first of all, let's talk about the the huge reveal this week of the Lucid Air. You never heard of them either, I bet, have you? Nope. Um, Lucid uh, Motors is uh, based in, the, in Silicon Valley. Uh, and they are... Uh, being led by this guy who essentially was the original engineer for the Tesla Model S. I mean, this guy actually really really knows EVs, and he's a smart man. And this is this company's been in sort of in stealth mode for ten years now. Uh, they're building a big factory out in Arizona, Grand Junction, something like that, Arizona. Okay. Uh, they're building a brand new factory there that they're going to build this car at. So let's talk about what this what the Lucid Air is. It's um, well, first of all, it's, we've seen the actual production version, version for the first time. It's a very large – it's not – it actually, on the outside, it's about the size of a Model S. But it actually has much more uh, interior space than the Model S, and it's going for the ultra-luxury market. Uh, it, you know, it's, uh, it's not going to be cheap. But uh, let's the, – the top of the model – the top of the line is going to be called the Lucid Air Dream Edition. Uh, it will offer 1,080 horsepower – It can go zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds and uh, run the quarter mile in 9.9 seconds. Wow. That is extremely fast. That is supercar fast. And it's just a little bit better than the Model S is right now. But – after battery day, I'm pretty sure that Elon isn't going to let that one stand. Uh, he'll have uh, better batteries and all those kinds of things. The other thing that that is that is important is that it's got an EPA range of like 503 miles. Now, that's pretty damn good, too. Uh, to 517 is between 503 and 517 miles on the battery, which is about 113 kilowatt hours. And to compare that, the battery in the Model S is 100 kilowatt hours. So it's... bigger but it gets uh, the the batteries are extremely efficient and this car is extremely slippery. It has a very very low uh, drag coefficient. Now this is not going to be cheap. Uh, the first edition, which will be able to be delivered to customers uh, in Q2 of 2021, so not that far away, uh, starts at $169,000. And you get your choice between three colors and uh, outside and three different looks inside. Although they named the same look Santa Monica. That's the inside uh uh, name that's what they gave that particular color use. So they're going to have that now. What they also are going to offer a little bit later is there is an 800 horsepower Grand Touring, uh, which will uh, have a range of about 117, mi- 517 miles, but it will cost you $139,000, uh, and it will be followed in um, 2021, late 2021, by uh, a 620 horsepower with a smaller. Model with a smaller battery with a 406 mile range. They call that the Touring for only 95,000 and eventually they're going to offer a basic version of the car uh, for 80,000 and to compare the top-of-the-line is about hundred thousand with all the bells and whistles So it's it's quite a you know quite a bit, you know more expensive Uh, so it's it's got two motors, obviously, uh, one in the front and one on the rear. Uh, it has uh, the battery technology is, um, you know, these guys again, they know they know batteries because they were the original Model S engineers. Uh, they're they're sourcing, and by the way, Lucid again, this is something that nobody really knows. They do all the batteries for Formula E racing, which is the uh you know the the uh, indie version of electric racing and they've done all the batteries for several years for them so they're very well versed in this so they know what they're doing with that so lg chem will be the suppliers uh and it can charge extremely quickly it has a 900 and something volt architecture so it'll be interesting to see what it is when it comes out john Uh, it'll go on sale soon you can order yours right now if you'd like (laughs) okay (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're going to be talking about the new Mercedes S-Class when we come back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. Uh, This is all revved up, and we'll see you right back.
0: It's Todd Bianco talking cars and trucks on IHUB radios all revved up. Here's Todd.
1: Welcome back. I'm here with John McMillan. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. Uh, Mercedes Benz is coming out with a new S class. Now, for Mercedes, the pinnacle of their engineering is always the S-Class. It's the top of their line. Uh, there'll be a there'll be a Maybach version of it as well. But this is where they showcase all of their new technology each time it comes out. And then all the rest of it filters down to all the other levels of Mercedes, uh, you know, the, the E-Class and the C-Class and the various other cars until it gets down to the bottom of the line, which is the A-Class. But this is where they showcase things. And this is where, you know, the, the technology is here. Where it's the most expensive car that they sell uh, then it filters down so uh, what's going to happen is there are going to be two models that's going to show up here in the spring of 2021 the first one will be the first two are the s500 formatic and the s580 formatic those will be the two models that'll be uh, here in the united states um, it will be it looks, outside it looks a lot like an, the, the old S-Class, although of course Mercedes will tell you that everything has been, you know, that it's been given a facelift and the, the you know, the, the headlights are thinner and, you know, the grille is more swept back and the lines have been ironed out. They'll tell you all those things. And it's probably true when you put them side by side. And um, it's going to be it's, it's quite a tour de force. First of all, let, let's go over some of the things that it's going to have. Um, inside, there's going to be these gigantic digital screens and you can set them to warm up or cool down the cabin. You can set them to be, uh, let's see in seven different color schemes, which of course you had to have uh, sporty, which is red, of course, and exclusive, which is pearl and classic, which is white. I mean, you can just tell it which colors you'd like it to display inside the car. Um, the power comes from uh, the, for the S 500 comes from a three liter twin turbo uh, six, and an inline with which is an inline engine. It's not a V6 uh, with a mild hybrid setup. And what they mean by mild hybrid is that there's a, a motor sandwiched in between the uh, transmission and uh, and and the engine. And it uh, has a 48-volt architecture. So there's much more powerful, you know, the, we used to have 12-volt batteries, and now we have, you know, a 48-volt architecture, which is giving these cars a lot more electricity because they need it to run all the screens and all the processors that are sitting inside a car now. Uh, because basically a car is a computer on wheels these days. Uh, the S580 formatic, it gives the... Uh, V8 twin turbo at 496 horsepower with 516 pound-feet of torque and the same mild hybrid setup, so it also moves up in the to the 48-volt architecture. They haven't given us any zero to 60 times, but uh, I'm sure it'll do just fine if you were to, to race it in the quarter mile. Uh, they've got a ton of new processors that enables more sophisticated driver assistance uh, systems. Uh, the S-Class technology bundles adaptive cruise control with speed limiting uh, based on route. So, in other words, it knows exactly what the speed limit is in any given location where you are. Uh, stop and go functionality of up to, in up to 35 miles per hour of traffic. Uh, active lane control with emergency stop and lane change assist. Active brake assist that can prevent turning into oncoming traffic. Active blind spot monitors with... Brake support and vehicle exit support, active park assist and warnings for approaching stop signs and traffic lights. So it'll let you know if there's a stop sign coming up so that if you're thinking of rolling it, you get a little beep on your uh, in the car. Uh, uh, There's um, let's see. There's also available rear seat airbag system for the first time. Uh, uh, Mercedes says it will begin to implement level three autonomy uh, in Germany soon, which is. Basically the car can drive itself in some conditions and you're allowed to not touch the steering wheel. Where I know we have, there are no level threes allowed in the United States. We just have level two, uh, like what Tesla does with their autopilot or, or Cadillac does with their super cruise. Uh, eventually we'll have level three autonomy when the US government allows it. Uh, and of course they have the hardware to enable level four autonomy, which is the car can drive itself in most conditions, including on surface streets. Uh, still won't be able to drive you in all conditions like it's snowing or or you know rain is or hail is coming down necessarily, but it will it, you know autonomy is is for, for foremost in their minds. Uh, the extra brain brain power that Mercedes is providing uh, for their more complex uh, infotainment offerings as well. The S- class sports a twelve point three inch digital display for gauges and a twelve point eight inch portrait style, touch screen for the center display. Up to five screens can be fitted into the car, including twin rear seat tablets for entertainment and a seven-inch rear screen for vehicle functions uh, intertwined with their uh, Mercedes-Benz interface. Uh, They they have their own MBUX is what they call it. Uh, Fingerprint sensors can authenticate a driver's user profile and enable digital payments from inside the car, all of which can be uh, set up by Mercedes apps and used to reset vehicle uh, settings before entering the car voice commands are recognized more easily thank god uh, mercedes promises uh, uh that's what it promises and led lighting in the cabin can respond to those commands to signal acceptance so i guess you know it blinks for you if you if it if it understands what you're saying Um, On a more pure note, they get uh, the the Burmeister sound uh, can – that's Bring a Trailer, by the way – can uh, pump jams uh, through 30 speakers at up to 1,750 watts of power. Speakers can be tuned to the needs of different passengers. One can whisper navigation commands in the driver's ear while another can amplify a deep bass groove for another through the seat cushions. Got to love that, right? Yes, sir. Uh, when the S-Class shows up in showrooms ne- next year, it will come standard with all-wheel drive. Uh, it used to be that that was an option and no longer. It's going to just be standard. Uh, it also gets navigation standard. Isn't that big of them? Keyless entry and uh, keyless start as, as standard. Another big thing that they're going to give you. Uh, LED adaptive headlights, multi-contour uh, front seats, leather upholstery. Again, these why these aren't just you know expected? They're um, going to have... Apple CarPlay and uh, Android Auto, both wireless compatibility, and they have an air ionizer with fragrance dispenser and a surround view camera system with 3D view for parking, uh, soft closing doors, six USB-C ports, uh, the the sound system, the Burmester that we talked about, a panoramic sunroof, rear wheel steering, and 19-inch wheels. Okay, options will include heated steering wheel, heated armrests, which are really actually quite nice, uh, Nappa leather, 20-inch wheels, an augmented reality heads-up display, uh, an AMG kit line, uh, blacked-out trim, and AMG wheels. An Executive package for the S580 includes multi-contour rear seats, rear seat airbags, and belt airbags. So the seat belt's right, I mean, the airbag is built into your seat belt. I don't know if you've seen them, but Ford's actually been doing that for a couple of years. But it's, it's built right into the seat belt, and it's actually supposed to be quite good. Uh, and uh, rear seat tablets and rear seat wireless smartphone charging, uh, twin 11-inch screens in back, and a higher capacity uh, rear, uh, rear wheel steering. Uh, so it's going to be quite a tour de force when it comes out. But we would expect nothing less of, you know, a full-size Mercedes-Benz. And I expect to see quite a few of those uh, in Palm Springs, in Los Angeles, all around California. It's always been a popular car. However, there are going to be people still buying the Model S. And the Lucid Air is going to be a competitor for this as well. Because the Lucid Air actually offers more interior space than the Mercedes. So... And it will offer an executive rear package with almost fully reclining rear seats in the Lucid Air.
2: Sounds nice.
1: I think that's also to uh, cater to the Chinese market because the Chinese love that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, there's going to be a new Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Uh, You know, we they. Jeep hasn't made a Grand Wagoneer for like 25 or 30 years. It's been a long time since they've offered one, and we're going to get one now. Uh, they've been promising it for a while, and it is big. There's going to be the, the there's going to be a Jeep Wagoneer which is the size of like a Chevy Tahoe. And then the Grand Wagoneer is going to be the size of like a Chevy Suburban. So, you know, everyone sort of knows what those two look like. So this is going to be their size that they want to just go into the gigantic truck market because the Grand Cherokee wasn't big enough. So, and they're both going to be three row seating. Of course, there'll be a lot more room in the Grand Wagoneer than the Wagoneer, but both of the, the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer will have three row seatings. So... This is going to be, you know, the people have been waiting for this. The people have been clamoring for this, believe it or not, for a lot of years. And so because they were not getting all the This won't be out till, like, late 2021, so it's a while away. But they were getting a little upset because other people were getting more press these days. So they decided, well, we better show it off so that people know that it's coming so that they just don't rush out and buy something else like a Cadillac Escalade or, uh, you know, a Lincoln Navigator and they can wait for – or even a Range Rover because these are going to be expensive. These are going to be in the hundred grand range. So – You know, I guess we're going to find out if people will pay close to 100 grand for a Jeep Wagoneer fully kitted out, but it um – it's possible. Now, these are built on the Ram pickup truck base. So that's what it is. These are full-size trucks, uh, body-on-frame construction. They're going to be very you know, tough and, and heavy and powerful, which I guess is what people are looking for in, in this particular class. Uh, let's see. What do they say here? Uh, there were concerns that using a body-on-frame frame pl- truck platform would limit the Grand Wagoneer's ability to breathe the richer air of competitors above the $100,000 range. Uh, but they say no, that the family still has uh, – is still going to be uh, affordable. The non – the the Wagoneer – again, this is what they call affordable. The Wagoneer will start at about 60000 which – okay, that's not cheap if you ask me. Uh, which is similar to a Tahoe or a Ford Expedition. Uh, And a loaded Grand Wagoneer will easily top six figures and tackle the long uh, and short variants of both the Cadillac Escalade and Lincoln Navigator Black black Label. And yes, they they also plan to target the uh, Land Rover's Range Rover, all of which is, you know, well, can they do it? Now, they showed all these pictures. It does look like a very nice truck. Uh, the interiors are lovely they've got gigantic uh, screens of course everything is measured by a big screen uh, we assume it will have pretty much some of the same um, truck engines that are in the Ram. Uh, there will be a choice of a 305 horsepower 3.6 liter v6 uh, with the e-torque which is the 48 volt which is the 48 volt architecture uh, with a with a um, motor sandwiched in there to give it sort of like a little bit of push off the off the starting line it'll also have a, a 395 horsepower 5.7 liter Hemi v8 also with the e-torque assist and it will uh, they're going to put a three liter diesel v6 into it with a 480 horsepower i mean uh, with 480 pound feet of torque Diesels are known for their torque so all of those are the same engines that are in the ram now the question is will they put the you know the um, the hellcat engine into it which is the uh, engine that's going to be going in the uh, Ram TRX, which is going to be the uh, pickup truck that's going to challenge the Ford F-150 Raptor. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens, but these are new cars that are coming out within about a year. Uh, We're going to talk about the new Ford Bronco when we get back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Riffed Up on Radio.
0: Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd.
1: Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John.
2: Hey, Todd. Good to be with Before- you.
1: Yeah, it's good to be with you, too. You know, before the break, we were talking about the 2022 uh, Jeep Grand Wagoneer and Wagoneer. And I forgot to mention the most important thing that people are asking. Will it have fake wood siding? And the answer is no. Aww. And believe it or not, the, the head designer at Fiat Chrysler, his name is Ralph Giles, who is really a very good, I mean, he's really a very talented, very good guy. He actually says he lost sleep for nights nights and nights over this issue, whether or not to put it on the car. Because you know, people expected it.
2: When we get to bring a trailer next hour, uh, there yes. was a pick I had last week that still has a couple of days left on auction. Yes. And it had mm-hmm. some wood paneling. And we're actually, yeah. if you're watching the feed today on Facebook Live, um, we're actually going to be able to show you the pictures of all of our picks this week. But I also grabbed the photo of that particular car so that when we talk about where it stands in the auction, uh that folks will get a chance to see it so letting you know now if you go to facebook.com slash slash live you'll be able to watch the show as well as listen and you'll be able to see our bring a trailer picks today that's coming up in the next hour
1: right now um back in july while we, while we were retooling the station uh ford f- took the wraps off the 2021 bronco now people have been Expecting this and clamoring for it and asking for it for a long time. And that's one of the reasons that uh, that Jeep came out with the, you know, the pictures and and showing the Grand Wagoneer because the Bronco was getting all the all the air. You know, they said, well, wait a minute, we need we need some, you know, we need some of that air too. So let me go over some of the base models. Well, first of all, it's based on the Ford Ranger, which is their mid pickup truck. So a lot of the powertrains and things are are similar, but it really looks like a Bronco of I think Ford knocked it out of the park with the new Bronco. The base Bronco starts at 30000 dollars and it's going to be very capable. It has a standard four-wheel drive, an electronic two-speed transfer case. It's powered by Ford's turbocharged 2.3-liter EcoBoost inline four, paired with a standard seven-speed manual transmission, although a more powerful 2.7-liter EcoBoost V6 engine and a 10-speed automatic are both optional. It sits on 16-inch silver-stained steely wheels, which is, again, sort of a you know, nod to the past, uh, inside you get cloth seats, so that's this isn't really the off-road version and carpeted flooring. Uh, other ones, by the way, will not have that. You'll be able to hose the damn things out, um, and it you know goes over it, but it does go over any type of terrain. And it has an eight-inch touchscreen. Uh, it comes with the choice of seven colors. Uh, you then step up from there to thirty-four thousand four hundred and eighty, and that's the big bend difference. The big bend. Uh, B-E-N-D model and it's upgraded to the Big Ben model and you get additional uh, go over anything driving mode. Don't worry, it's all not, it's not all about that. It adds 17 inch gray, gray painted aluminum wheels uh, wrapped in uh, better rubber. And uh, up front you'll see a carbonized gray grill to match the wheels and LED fog lamps. Um, adding a little luxury to the cloth seats, you'll see a leather wrapped steering wheel and a shifter, uh, along with privacy glass, like the base model, is powered by, by the 2.3 liter uh, EcoBoost 4 or the 2.7 liter EcoBoost uh, 6, uh, as is with the 10 speed auto. Uh, the big bend adds race red and cactus gray and Area 51 as colors. Got to have that, right? Indeed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Area 51 looks, but it's it, that's the name of the color. Uh, then you step up for thirty seven thousand. 000- five hundred and forty five dollars to what they call the Black Diamond Edition. And the Black Diamond model adds a bit of heavy-duty off-road hardware, including a stronger front bumper and powder-coated steel rear bumper, along with rock rails and um, bash plates underneath – Uh, Here, you get an additional uh, type of uh, driving mode, go over anything mode. So, we're now at seven different drive modes uh, and 17 inch black painted steel wheels wrapped in even better rubber for all terrain driving. Uh, The Black Diamond model is the first to get the overhaul, uh, the overhead auxiliary switches for added accessories, and it gets vinyl seats and rubberized washable floor mats. Uh, The diamond model, uh, the diamond trim, and above, uh, add cyber metallic orange to the color palette. Got to have that as well, right? Uh, then you step up from there to the Outer Banks Edition. Now, again, this is $40,450, and this is the luxury-oriented version uh, compared to, compared to basically to the Jeep Sahara, uh, Wrangler Sahara. It uh, only gets six go-over-anything modes, but it has LED lights, heated front row bucket seats, and uh, the mid package, which adds features including dual zone climate control, uh, remote start in Ford's c- up co 360 active fa- uh, safety features has a 12 inch touchscreen and is optional as part of the high package on the outer banks model and up uh, it'll be recognized uh, recognizable by body color door handles mirrors fender flares and powder coated uh tube steps and it's it's on 18 inch wheels Then you step up to the Wild Banks, and that's Uh, $50,370, I mean the Wild Track. Uh, The Wild Track is the Desert Runner. It also gets a cushy mid-package, but it also has the off-road-oriented Sasquatch package as standard as well, which adds 35-inch mud-terrain tires, locking front and rear axles, high clearance suspension, and fender flares, Bilstein uh, dampers and more here you get the 2.7 liter eco standard with the 10 speed automatic and advanced four wheel drive system with on-demand 4h engagement and a 3.06 to 1 ratio all this is important to people who climb rocks you also get seven go over anything driving modes with baja mode for desert cruising and heated cloth seats and carpeted floors then you step up to the Badlands, which is forty-three thousand five hundred ninety, and this is supposed to be the most capable off-road Bronco, but it doesn't come standard with Sasquatch. You have to pay more for that, which doesn't, you know, make much sense. But uh, think of it as facing off against the uh, Jeep Wrangler Rubicon. It gets a Badlands exclusive suspension, hydraulic front sway bar, disconnect, and sits on seventeen-inch gray-painted wheels. It also uh, it adds rock crawl and the Wild Tracks existing. Uh, goat mode. So it's got a bunch of different modes to climb all around. And then you come up to the first edition. So these are people who are getting the first edition of it. It's cost $60,800 and they sold out instantly. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, let's see, what do you get for that? You get, it's uh, pretty tricked out with anything. They're only making $3,500. They sold out within an hour. Uh, they're equipped with everything that comes standard on the top of the line Badlands model. But like the Wildtrak model, it gets the badass Sasquatch package as standard. It also includes the Luke's badge, which adds features such as adaptive cruise control, a 10-speed uh, up Olsen, uh, sound system, voice-activated touchscreen navigation, and a wireless charging pad. It's distinguished from others, uh, Broncos by the free. First edition hood and side graphics, black hard top, and a safety bar. By the way, you'll be able to take the uh, the doors off of these like you do on the Jeep as well. So this is going to be very popular and it's gonna sell very well. The dealers are very excited. You're listening to all Revved up on iHeartRadio. Radio. I'm here with John McMullen, and when we come back, bring a trailer.